There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. 1 Corinthians 14.10 A significant voice of the end time clothed with an anointed mantle of holy fire experienced the ministry of Bishop Frank Tewia Emisa, a son after the likeness of his father Bishop Dagiwet Mills. Bishop Frank is the resident bishop of the Everlasting Father Cathedral under the Jesus is the Answer Church, one of the denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Go deeper, experience more, get ready for a spiritual encounter like never before. there be an overstanding and overflowing he said come and drink come and drink tonight we have come to the water that overflow let it overflow upon us touch us and bless us in jesus name we pray and everyone will shout amen why don't you put your hands together for the lord and you may be seated amen beautiful welcome to the last night I believe that something awesome is happening in our life. Amen. It's a loyalty clinic and a loyalty conference. This clinic is like we have, uh, this conference is like we have all come to a clinic and small, 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 certain things are dropping off from us. Amen. All right. So I want to introduce to you again the letters of our father. Yes, letters. The theme of the conference is that so that we will know how to behave ourselves in the house of God. First Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 15. That Paul said he has written this letter to us. That in case he tarry long in coming. Through the letters you will know how you ought to behave in the house of God. Which is the, which is the church of God. Amen. The ground and pillar of truths. So, the first letter on loyalty is loyalty and disloyalty. If you don't read this one, you will not understand the rest. You have to read this one to understand the rest of the books. Amen. To be disloyal means you are proud. So, when you are disloyal, it means you are proud. Those who are proud. A disloyal person is a pretender. Those who pretend. A disloyal person does not honor. Those who honor. When you are a lawyer, you do not accuse. Those who accuse you. A very loyal person is not a dangerous son or a dangerous daughter. Those who are dangerous sons. A loyal person does not live. Those who live. This book, I wish I had the opportunity to share on, also on this book. Because sometimes when people leave, they set in motion questions in the minds of many people. And to defend themselves, they start to spread rumors. Those who leave. Those who leave. Then, those who are offended. This is the current one. Every disloyal person is offended. Stay two. This is stay two. 
Those who forget, the root of every disloyalty is forgetfulness. When you don't forget what God has done for you, you will never rise against God nor his church. Those who forget. Ignorance is also the reason why many people misbehave in the church. Many people do things they don't even understand and they don't know. Those who are ignorant. Hallelujah. And the almighty one of you is a devil. All these ones, the end result is that you become a devil. But may God deliver us from becoming devils. Since this is the, the last one, I'll share from this one today. <laughs> one of you is a devil. One of you is a devil. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. From this conference, I've learned this scripture. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. Message Bible. Message Bible. The King James, you will not understand it. Well. The Message Bible brings it, brings the message very well. If you have your loyalty seed, please come and put it there. You took an envelope for loyalty seed. Come and put it down. Alright. So, do not lose your grip. This conference is helping us so that we don't lose our grip. On what? Love and loyalty. Don't lose your grip. No matter what happens, don't lose grip on love and loyalty. Two cardinal things God is looking at. The first one, love, says that by this shall all men know that you are even a disciple. If you have love one for another, don't lose grip on love. Things will happen that will make you turn your heart and not love people anymore. But don't lose your grip on love. And don't lose your grip on loyalty. It is the principal qualification for anybody who wants to serve God. When you want to begin to serve God, what you need is not a nice voice. What you need is not academic qualification. What you need is loyalty. That's what God looks at before he enlists you. That is why when one disciple fell off from the twelve and they were looking for somebody to replace that particular disciple, they looked at people who have been there since Jesus Christ began to choose his disciples. People who have been there. And they looked and they searched and they found two potential people who could replace Judas. And there was interview and discussions and at the end of the day, they said, okay, let us vote. And when they voted, one person replaced Judas. God is always looking at faithfulness. Hallelujah. May you be found faithful. May you really be found faithful. When you are faithful in little things, you get a harvest of promotion into bigger things. When you are faithful with that which belongs to another man, you get a promotion to get your own thing. And when you are faithful with money, Bible calls it unrighteous mammon. Then you get a promotion to now get true riches. Receive this three harvest in the name of Jesus. I want to repeat the three harvest again. This is the three harvest of being loyal. Number one, when you are loyal in little things, you get promotion into bigger things. Receive bigger things. Receive bigger things. Number two, if you are loyal with that which belongs to another man, 
then God will give you your own. Receive your own thing. I say receive your own. And then number three, if you are faithful with unrighteous mammon, then God will give you true riches. Receive true riches. Can you find that scripture for me? Matthew. This is three powerful blessings or harvests for faithfulness. Amen. When you are faithful. Now, today we are looking at one of you is a devil. I'm waiting for the scripture. It's in Matthew. He that is faithful and little. Okay. And if you have not been faithful in that which belongs to another man, that which is another man, who shall give you your own. Okay. One of you is the devil. I said from the beginning of this conference that the aim of the enemy is to turn you to become like him. He's trying to win more souls. The way we don't go for out to his winning souls. The aim of the devil is that we all, including pastors, will become like him. He is not satisfied with the one third. One third is not a winning vote. <laughs> so he has not stopped. He only has one third of the angels. He can't win him an election. So he's looking for another one third to unseat God. And the way by which he's looking for the one third is trying to seduce us and to turn all of us into becoming devils. May God deliver us from getting there. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you your trust through riches? The next one. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you your own? No one can serve two masters. The other one is in another scripture. Hallelujah. So, a devil. Sometimes when you look at videos and cartoons and things, they draw a devil having a tail with red horns. That is not what a devil is. Many devils wear suit and tie. You have no idea. Many devils wear high heel and move about in town. But they are devils. A devil is not so ugly as you think physically the person is. Many devils are beautiful because the angel that became a devil is a very beautiful angel. Very beautiful. Very be- well, if you are looking for uh, somebody with a crooked face and whatever, that you will never see the devil. That is not where a devil is. Jesus said in John chapter 6 verse 17, I have chosen one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One of them is a devil. And nobody was wearing horns and with tails. But one of them was a devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I said, the seed of the devil is in every one of us. By what he did to our forefathers, uh, Adam and Eve, what he did to them, that seed has entered into us. All that the seed is looking for is a good ground. Then it will come up. It's looking for a little rain, a little moist, a little something. And I showed you all these books are addressing 
the environment through which the seed can easily come. When you are offended, the seed will grow. When you are proud, the seed will grow. When you forget, the seed will grow. When you start to pretend, the seed will grow. That seed of the devil is in all of us. You must be very careful. I'm saying that nobody should ever think that he is above disloyalty. To think like that means that you are disloyal yourself. You have begun. You have begun. Hallelujah. So, we are going to read our father's letter and see what this letter is about. That's the opening scripture. Answered and said, Have not I chosen you to have? Jesus said to his disciples, One of you is a devil. Jesus knew the devil from the time of his fall. He knew his depravity, his wickedness, his nature, his sins, and his fall. For Jesus to say about his disciple that one of you is a devil is a mighty statement indeed. I mean, I look at people sitting here and said, We are more than 12, so for every 12, one of you is a devil. <laughs> For every 12. So I don't know how many how many devils are inside. But for every 12, one of you is a devil. Oh Lord, have mercy on us. Hey. I tell you. It meant that one of the disciples was walking in the sins and the footsteps of the devil. One of the disciples was behaving just like the devil. It is not easy for Jesus. It was so easy for Jesus to recognize the devil because he knew the past glory and the sins and the downfall of Lucifer. Today, many human beings are walking in the sins and the footsteps of the devil. They commit each and every single sin that Satan committed. Many pastors walk in the same footsteps that Lucifer walked in and end up in the same confused state of darkness that Lucifer is in today or Satan is in today are you behaving like a devil are you a devil do you know someone who is behaving like a devil and committing all the sins like a devil so this evening what we are coming to do is an attempt to help every one of us to be able to locate a devil when you see one including yourself if you see one You know, people can sometimes point to people and they are not able to address themselves. In the loyalty and disloyalty book, Bishop was sharing about the seven steps or the eight steps to loyal and disloyalty. And he said that this thing that he's sharing is for two reasons. Number one, to identify it first in yourself. That, hey, I am on step two. <laughs> you, you have to be able to know how many steps do you have here. One, two, three, four, five. It has not gotten to eight yet. So when you are on, you should be able to say, Hey, this thing is stage one. I'm on the first step. Then when you move and you are offended, it's, mm, I've entered into the second stage. You, you must be able to diagnose it yourself. Sometimes it's difficult to tell somebody that you are proud. But you yourself, you should be able to diagnose it yourself and say, Hey, I am. I am. But the Bible said, every man will proclaim his own goodness. <laughs> nobody nobody wants to hear bad things about himself. Everybody wants to proclaim his own goodness. Everybody wants to hear good things. 
like the king whose buttocks was showing. But because he always wants to hear good things, everybody will say, yeah, your dress is nice. Meanwhile, the dress was torn from the back and everybody can see the bonbons. <laughs> Amen. We know a devil is a spirit and not a human being. So Bishop, why are you telling us one of you is a devil? Because devils here, they are spirits. Yes, the devil is a spirit. But he is our house. Our body is also called a house. <laughs> and they are always looking for a good house. I have been to places where I'm going to rent a When I entered, I said, no, this, this place, I don't like it. You yourself, there are some houses you don't like. Yeah. Some of you are staying in a place. If you get the opportunity, you will move. Because when it rains, it's not a good place to stay. Mm. When it rains, it's not a good place to stay. Yes, yes. And the devil is like that. Demons look for good houses. They look for good houses. May you not be a good house for the devil. Oh. Hey, they are looking for good houses. Talented houses. There are some houses that are very talented. That, that's the one they want. Gifted houses. Experienced houses. Well placed. There are some places. Well placed houses. Every town you go, there is a place where expensive houses are. In Tamara where? Targets. Airport what? Hills. Airport hills. Targets. And then where? Old airport, are you sure? It's old airport part. Snakes. Norik. Bolo County. <laughs> I mean, when you hear the name, you know that it's not a prime area. Bolo County. It's not... The, the name is too, is too heavy. Most of the prime areas you hear hills and estates and all that, you know. Like when you go to Accra, we have uh, uh, Legon Hills, East Legon, Airport Hills, Westlands. I mean, when you hear the name, is not a name that when you hear. <laughs> it's not a name that when you hear. It sounds... What I'm trying to say is that Satan is looking for very good houses. Let me may you not become one. Hey, look, he's looking for very good houses. Oh. And everybody sitting here, you are a very good house. Oh, I tell you, as I'm holding the microphone, I know I'm a very good house. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, Satan doesn't like a dying phone, he doesn't like places where you know. A, a house where there is no toilet, you have to go outside three miles before you. I mean, he doesn't like such places, he likes self contained, beautiful town, marble, marble towns. I mean, I hear there are toilets when you sit on it and after you flush, it tests, it gives you uh, lab reports. It's, it's able to test your toilet that has fallen and tell you that, hey, you have this disease or not. It sends a message into your laptop and prints your report for you. Rabbi Abadab. 
He sends you an email. The wee that you just wee it tests it and says, plus two, plus two, plus two. UTI. And then challenge. It sends you an email. And then by the time you go out of the toilet, you hear people on your phone. You go to your mail and said, plus two. <laughs> Mercy. Look, what I'm trying to say is that Satan is looking for very nice houses. Is looking for a pastor who is doing very well. I mean, if you are sitting in the chair, you don't do anything. He doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. It's like we are staying at Kukuo. Kukuo, Kukuo. See, everywhere in Tamil, you hear Kukuo. When you go there, you see that it's Kukuo. Sanarigo, Kukuo. Where Kukuo again? Look, we are laughing, but I'm very serious. That don't let your house become a very good house for the devil. Don't. Don't because he's looking for a house. Is, is it Matthew chapter 10, verse 45 that talks about or 12 45? Either 12 45, Matthew 12 45. Look at it 12 40, 43 to 45. Yes, Matthew 12. Let's start from verse 43. When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, so there are many men with unclean spirits. That's the devil. That's the devil. He goes about walking through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. May your house be a house where the devil will not find any rest. But the Bible says, verse number 44, then he said, I will return. He will return. Be, Be careful because the devil will return. All of us had devils. Long time, some time ago. All of us had devils. Everybody sitting here, we all had devils. And then by the grace of God, as we became born again, the devils left. But the scripture said that the devil had meeting and they said to themselves, I will go back to my house. From whence I came out. And when he came, and then he findeth it empty, sweat and garnish. That is those who are ignorant. There is nothing inside. The person is ignorant. He has garnished it. There's nothing inside. No knowledge. Verse 45. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. Kaya. Wicked. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. So if you used to fornicate once a week and he comes back, it will be three times a day. It's like he has escalated the thing. <laughs> three DS, or how do you say TD, TDS? Three times daily. Just come 
and then it's there. So be careful. Every one of us, every one of us, Apostle, every one of us, who, Big Joe, everyone, including me, I'm telling you, I, said, I have seen people who knew their loyalty more and taught it more. But they didn't understand that they themselves are also a house. A very good house. A very good house. Most politicians look for offenses, people who are offended in the other political party and try to draw them. So you who have been a preacher of this message before, you are a potential person that the devil is looking for. And I'm very conscious of it. I'm very conscious of it. And the easier routes, especially when you become a minister, that the devil can enter into his true offenses and pride. Amen. So even though devils are spirits, there are also human devils. Because their house become a habitation to receive the devil inside them. Their house become a habitation to receive the devils inside them. So there are human devils. Bishop said, you must accept that a person in your life can, for a moment, be a tangible living devil in action. To everybody who is sitting here, it's a potential, a potential for becoming a living devil in action. Everybody. Such a person must not be obeyed and must not be yielded to and must not be listened to. You must not operate by what you see. You must operate by divine revelation of the people you are dealing with. Certain people must be treated as devils because they are, even if for a, a short moment, are devils. And they must be spoken to like devils. See, the devil doesn't know cool things. He is always looking for harsh and opposition, resistance. He's always resisting. Always. And therefore, to be able to treat and drive the devil away, you must treat people like devils. They are not, but they have been possessed by devils and they become like devils. And sometimes, if it is not gone for some time, they turn into devils themselves. They turn to devils themselves. And I'm saying, everybody here, those watching, Listen carefully. We can all become devils because the seed is inside us. Everybody. Everybody. Hmm. He said, from the scripture it is clear that our enemy is not flesh and blood, but spirits. It is clear that our enemy is not flesh and blood, but spirit. Indeed, our wrestling and our struggling against it's not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6 says it. That we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. However, the devil or these evil spirits are able to inhabit, influence, possess some human beings so much that it is difficult to differentiate between a human being and a devil. I mean, the banku you ate yesterday is very difficult to differentiate between the banku and you have become the banku. The banku has become you. And that's how it is. He influences, he infiltrates, and then he possesses. Some people are influenced. Some people infiltrate. 
and others he takes possession of them when he takes possession you know there are if you have a tree in your house and things sometimes you see the community people always come and gather there just because of the tree that is influence and infiltration but when now you come to stay in your home that is possession and you have taken over the home <laughs> you have taken over the home and the devil is looking for houses to take over hallelujah it's scary it's very scary and nobody should exclude yourself because we are all potentials example of people who became devils and Jesus treated them like devils you see the word diabolos there is a word in the bible Greek diabolos it appears let me read what bishop wrote he said the word diabolos is usually translated into the word devil and refers to a literal devil the word diabolos is used 38 times in the entire new testament only in the new testament it's used 38 times in the new testament 35 times the word diabolos is translated into the word devil for instance in luke chapter 4 and matthew chapter 4 rather verse 1 the bible says jesus was led into the wilderness if you have your bible that you are using uh, you have the the root words the greek words okay if you have the concordance uh, there's some king, there's one king james with concordance if you use that one you see that those words normally are underlined when you long press it it will come um define or something and then when you click on it you see it will just pop up like that diabolos so here then jesus then was jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil the word devil there is the word diabolos so when you see the word devil in the new testament most of the time it is translated into the word diabolos how many people have got that from diabolo diabolos a long time Ghanaian sinibi <laughs> diabolo part one and two so the first time I went, I was small, and they didn't, they didn't want us to. Watch. We were watching it on the cinema in the uh, that one they threw it on the wall, <laughs> big screen. And when I went, I was scared. And the stepping came. Diabolo, a human being that changes into a, a, a serpent. Diabolos. to be tempted of the devil. So the word devil is the word diabolos. 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 And I was listening to a pastor preach on this thing. And it, you know, I've read this temptation several times. But it had never crossed my mind that the Spirit, this is the Holy Spirit, capital S, have you seen it? Led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. If you read the fall of Lucifer, you will see that when um, Lucifer deceived Adam and Eve and took possession of the earth. And when Jesus was born, there was a contest that for Jesus to have repossession of the land, as he has come on the earth as a human being, he needs to be tested. Yeah, in heaven there was a meeting. You see, even when Lucifer was thrown down, he had access. He could go there. He was always called for a meeting all the time. Because now he became the possessor 
of the earth, the owner of the earth. And God wanted to do certain things on it. He couldn't do it. So from time to time, Lucifer will be called into heaven for a meeting. And one time when he was called for a meeting, and he said, my son, I've come to take over the earth. He said, no, he can't take over the earth. He, to, for him to take over, he must subject himself to the same temptation that man and And if he's able to endure, then from there, he can possess. If not, I'm still in control. So he was led by the spirit into the wilderness so that that temptation could go on. And Lucifer said that for that temptation to go on, he must come empty stomach. He shouldn't eat. Because he knew that it was food that made the first one to fall. So this one, if he's angry, he will fall. Be careful of what you are hungry for. And I said, be careful of what you are angry for. It can easily make you fall. So, Lucifer, who is the devil, came to tempt him. And that word there is diabolos. And Bishop said that. However, on three other very significant occasions, the word diabolos is used to describe human beings. So, a human being can actually become a devil. A human being can actually become a devil. And the first one we saw is Matthew chapter 16, verse 22, where in verse 18... Jesus himself promoted uh, Peter and said, you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Just some three or four lines down, this is verse 18, by verse 22 when Jesus showed his plan to the disciples what God has sent him to come and do and that he was going to Jerusalem to be persecuted and to be killed in verse 22, Peter took him he took him on. He took him on and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord. It shall never happen unto thee. It shall never happen unto thee. Then verse 23. The Bible said, Then turned he. He turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. So the first person that was described as Satan and devil was Peter, who was an associate pastor. So all associate pastors, you are potential devils. Potentially. I am one. I am preaching. I am one. I'm, I'm not the head pastor of this church. I am an associate pastor. All branch pastors, associate pastors, center pastors, uh, center pastors, overseer pastors, whatever pastor you are. Jesus turned onto Peter, who was an associate pastor, the senior Associate pastor <laughs> and said, Hey, get it behind me. Get it behind me. Look, it's easy for pastor to become devil, also. Oh, and when you read this book, one of the chapters that talks about the past glory of Lucifer. Sometimes, when you look at your past, as, as you are pastoring, you know, as you are pastoring. And sometimes people are calling you daddy and people are serving you. Oh, daddy. And you see, the, it enters into you. And if you don't take care, I say if you don't take care, it gets to a point you feel that, hey, I've <laughs> arrived. Can you imagine Peter taking Jesus? It's like Jesus was talking. Uh, I, said, I want to see you. <laughs> Took him aside. The Bible said, then took Peter. Go to verse 22 again. 23. 
Then Peter took him. <laughs> it's like he took him. Come, come. Out of the place. And then he turned to him and said, This this nonsense you are saying, don't, don't say it again. What nonsense like that? As you are going to die, what happens to the church? Remember, I was a fisherman. And you came and convinced me, and I left my face. And you have look, this kind of these things, you know. It's, it's the same Peter who has one. I think that he was sensing this thing. So even he asked in Mark chapter 10, We have forsook all and followed you. Jesus, number one, won't worry. You have not married, you don't have children. Look, I have wife, I have children, I have a mother in law. <laughs> so certain when you are saying you have to be very careful you took him aside and began to rebuke yesterday I was talking about rebukes he began to the word rebuke is different from correction he rebuked can you give me another translation of this uh, particular verse today is Friday we can stay on for some time Jesus waits I'm coming Peter is coming, wait. He's taking you on. Ah, he took him by the hand. Ah, He took him in hand. Or son in sin, took him in hand. Protesting. Impossible, master. That can never be. Ambassador. Do you have NLT? Do you have NLT? New Living Translation. Ah. Peter began, but Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him. Bethlehem for Montreal, I say reprimand. For saying certain heaven forbid. This will never happen to you. you see, Peter was not thinking about Jesus, he was thinking about his job, his ministry, job. I was there when he you, you turn five loaves into five thousand to feed five thousand. Look, if you go this, please I beg you, don't don't even say those things again. Please be seated. And you see, and you see, it sounded as if Peter had Jesus at heart. You you're going to die. No, don't do that. I love you. Don't don't die. But actually, Jesus turned verse twenty three. And said, These boys I'm hearing. That's, you must believe God to descend. Oh, you must believe God to descend. In the talks of certain people, you can descend that this thing is the voice of Satan. Get deep behind me, Satan. I said, Get deep behind me, Satan. So, all associate pastors, we must be careful. When we are all doing something and you are not doing, this is the plan, the vision. Jesus came, the whole vision is this. And then you start to do something different from the vision that we have put in place. We call him a devil. A diabolos. A diabolos. Hey. Just like Jesus, you must accept the reality that some people are momentarily possessed and used by the devil in such a way that they become legal, literal, tangible devils in your life. Peter. Whom Jesus appointed as the leader of the church. Appointed him as a branch pastor. He appointed him as an overseer. Peter, the Bible says that. 
he operated as a literal devil and Jesus dealt with him sharply and conclusively Jesus did not allow him to continue speaking in his presence Jesus did not allow him to continue operating in his life anytime you hear somebody talking about like a devil you, you should stop the person immediately words are very powerful don't, don't let the words even land he turned and said you, you are a devil number two Jesus called Judas also a devil this is John chapter 6 verse 17 haven't I chosen you to and one of you is a devil he called Judas a devil Judas a devil in John chapter 13 you will see how Judas became a devil John chapter 13 verse number 2 John 13 verse 2 and supper being ended the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot Simon's son to betray him check your heart oh. the devil can put it inside he just uh, this is dinner, dinner time supper had just ended and Jesus was just about to start communion so after the supper he went to wash their feet and after they came then he started and shared communion just after supper, just a nice moment with only 12 people. The 70 were not there. The 120 were only 12 people. Had a nice time with them. At dinner table. At dinner table. Then, when supper was ended, Satan put into the hearts. Satan put into the hearts. What enters your heart is the thing that enters into your mind. And what enters into your mind is the thing that enters into your ears. So it enters into your ears and then your mind starts to process it. When you believe it, it enters into your heart and it becomes you. In this whole chapter, from verse 3 downwards to about verse 15, Jesus tried all his best to tell Judas that I have seen something has entered into your heart. Repent. But he never, he, he, was, he was never able to pick it up. He was never able to pick it up. And he went on and on and on and on until the Bible says, and he went out and it was dark. He went out and it was night. And that was all. And that was all. And he became. Who is Judas? Judas was an appointed person. Somebody who was appointed into a position. He didn't end the position. He was appointed there. He didn't become by himself. So all people who are put into position, appointed into places and things, we must all be very careful. I've been appointed. I didn't come here by myself. I've been appointed. I've been put here. Anybody who is working in any capacity of being appointed, you have placed you there. You are over something. You are in charge of something. You must be very careful because... You are a very good house for the devil to enter. Hmm. Disciples and associates can turn into diabolos, a devil, and behave like one. Jesus called his own trusted accountants. Hey, treasures. People handle money. We trust our treasures, but what we are saying is that look, the devil doesn't trust you. <laughs> the devil dear 
sometimes basenta offering that we are put in charge no by the time you move from Wednesday to Sunday the 3350 pesos have become 12 cities 20 pesos we don't know where the rest came to we must all be careful though. I said we must all be careful <laughs> people who don't send report ah, you see after Basenta no, you are able to you are supposed to send report to your regional page that tonight we met tonight Basenta we were six often was three cities 80 pesos the people who don't send report then Sunday afternoon they bring Sometimes we suspect you. Some even send report, they don't bring the money. Ah, that one regional overseer is saying some people send the report, but the money never comes. Are, are you the church's bank? Hey, 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 hey. Are you the church's bank? Why have you banked the money in your pocket? Hey. One of you is a devil. Number three, Jesus addressed the Pharisees as devils. Far to see people. He addressed them as devils. Who is a Pharisee? A strict Christian. He doesn't fornicate. He doesn't cheat. He doesn't lie. He doesn't drink. He is those pious people. Pious. <laughs> holier than that. Look, you must be careful. You can all become devils. You can all become devils. I'm saying the devil is looking for a very good house. Oh, she should fear, oh, she should fear from. Meanwhile, so rent out it as an you, you are holding 80 Ghana cities a month. Yet you want chamber and hall with tiles, with a kitchen self-contained. God punish the devil. You go there and say, no, no, the ceiling is a, a, a whatever. A two, a, you, don't, you want POP ceiling. With your 80 Ghana cities a month. <laughs> so anybody who is very good, very talented, very skillful, somebody that you, you are even very trusted, a trusted person, you must all be careful. We must all be careful. Because the devil is looking for very good people to enter into them. I mean, if you're a fornicator, you're a liar, you're a cheater, he's, he's already sleeping with you, so he doesn't need to. He's already with you already. Pray for the spirit of discernment so that you'll be like Jesus. It is a great discernment. It takes the great discernment to see evil in religious people. Religious people. It takes great discernment. Uh, okay, they said, it takes great discernment to see through the righteous facade that religious people present. Indeed, few of us have real discernment. And so, 
we call bad things good and good things bad. But John chapter 8, verse 34, Jesus looked into the, the whole of John chapter 8 is a discussion between Jesus and the Father to see people. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like that, they say, they say, you have Abraham, we have, we have done this so many, and then he ended verse 44, he said, you are of your father the devil. And the deeds of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. He abode not in the truth. When he tells a lie, he speaks of himself. For he's a liar and the father of it. He's a liar and the father of it. Amen. Number four. Paul warned pastor's wife not to become devils. Pastor's wives, lady pastors, MS's wives, wives of bishops, wife of reverence, wife of hey, all of you. Hey, women in ministry. I like the way Susan is laughing. Very nice. She is receiving the message. I should expand it. <laughs> No, when we we're saying pastors and associate pastors, they were quiet. Now we are saying pastors wise. No, 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 it's like Charlie. I mean, why? When your husband, your your husband is in any ministerial position, whether a shepherd or a basenta leader or a pastor or a reverend with collar or a bishop with magenta shirt, remember. Remember, remember that the wife of all those people are potentials. I'm saying you are a very good, you are like a three-story building in a hotel. Well furnished. A very nice apartment for the devil to come and stay in. No, one day I went to a hotel. I felt like spending a month there. Because I mean, everything when you touch, comfortable, you know, I felt like if I can spend one month here. <laughs> so, the higher you go, the more you become dangerous. You are a potential, serious one. Serious one. And Paul said, all pastor's wives must be very careful because that house is a very good house. It, 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 which one is the best hotel in Tamale here? Mariam. Riga. Mariam, Riga, Modern City. So, 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 so what he's saying is that pastors' wives are like the Riga of Tamale. And so you must be very careful. I'm not joking, though. Uh, uh, let me read. I'm reading a letter. 1 Timothy chapter 3. You see, 1 Timothy chapter 3 begins by addressing bishops. It starts with bishops. If any man desires the office of a bishop, then he desires a good thing. A bishop then must be blameless. The husband of one wife. Then he began vigilance, good behavior, giving to hospitality, up to teach. These are 
all qualification of a bishop. Then he enters in verse 8 and begins to talk about deacons. Deacons. Deacons, verse 8. Likewise, my deacons be grave, not double tongue, not given to much wine. Much wine means you can be little wine. Hey, Paul. Paul, not given to much wine. Communion wine. <laughs> <laughs> not greedy or filthy liquor that is money not greedy or filthy liquor verse 9 holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience verse 10 and let this also first be proved then let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless verse 11 then their wives their wives even so must their wives be grave. Not slanderer. The word slanderer is the word diabolos. They shouldn't become diabolos. You see, this is the qualification of a pastor, a deacon. So when a deacon or a pastor's wife become a diabolo, it means that she disqualified the husband from taking that position. You remove your, your husband from taking that position. Be careful you are not the one who will remove your pastor from taking that position. Sober, faithful in all things. Amen. Can you believe that Apostle Paul used the word diabolos, devil, to describe pastor's wives? Wives and deacons, wives. The translators of the Bible translated the word diabolos as devil in so many places. But when they got here, they were afraid. They did it slanderous. Hey, that you are the uh, foster, you are the translator, and then you finish and you come home. And the wife says that when Foster translated this verse, he made it pastor's wife should not be the devils. Hey, you that you can't stay in the house. So they just went down small and made it slanderous. But if you click on the word and you check, it is diabolos. <laughs> The people who wrote the Bible didn't miss where. It's the people who translated the Bible into English that were afraid and made it slanderous. But it's the same word, Diabolo. All pastors' wives, aspiring pastors' wives, you must be careful. I'm saying that you are like a three-story building, Riga Hotel in Tamale. Very beautiful. And most pastors' wives are very beautiful. I said, most pastors' wives are very beautiful. It's almost like they have to screen them beautiful, then you marry them or something. I don't know how it is like that. Hallelujah. I'm reading a letter, please. I'm reading it. The way some people are looking at me is as if I'm saying, I'm reading a letter. He said, in this is, he said, I'm writing this to you in case I tarry long. So that you know how to behave by this letter. I don't know why you think I'm the one saying I'm reading a letter to you. He said most of the translators were pastors and would would be hesitant to write such things. But the word is the word. And the truth is the truth. Pastors' wives and deacons' wives can turn into diabolos. Can become. 
Sometimes you can see a wife of a pastor taking the husband on. When you come to church and people are saying, Daddy, and you get home and they are taking you on, you, 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 you now begin to see. <laughs> yebo! I said, Yebo! That's why most pastors, they come to church, they don't want to go home. Because in, 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 in the church, hey, the church is quiet. Sam, the church is very quiet. No, 11 o'clock, we want to be here. 12 o'clock, we want to be here. Because here, you can't meet devils. Why should, pastor, why should Paul want pastor's wife not to turn into devil? It is because a pastor's wife can become a strong accuser and opposer of the husband. A pastor's wife can also become a strong challenger to her husband. Through accusation and opposition, some women have transferred into literal human beings, literal human devils that their husbands have to contend with. Not all pastors have good marriages. Some have good marriages. Some have average marriages. And some have terrible marriages. Adoniram Jackson was called three times lucky man. Why? He married three people. One after the other. One after another. And all the three wives were very fantastic wives. Very fantastic wives. Yeah. So he's called three times lucky man. May you be a lucky man. I said, may you be a lucky man. Hey, I'm reading a letter. I'm reading a letter. I'm reading a letter. William Carey also married three times. He had one bad marriage and two good ones. Two out, uh, one out of three. It's not bad. At least two thirds. <laughs> The one will clean the other one and then you have one. Hey! God, let our wives, pastors, wives, ministers, wives, oh Lord, may they become good wives in the name of Jesus. The pastors are shouting the amen because Charlie, it's very important to them. <laughs> No, this thing I can't say it. I have to read from a letter. But if you say it, you know, it's very dangerous. <laughs> I should stay here for some time. He said, There are many men of God who are dealing with tangible, physical female devils in their homes. Some of them will tell you that the greatest opposition and challenge to their lives and ministry is the woman they are married to. Why is this? Unfortunately, many beautiful ladies quickly metamorphose. This is a Bethlehem word. Metamorphose into full-time accusers, opposers, and challengers of the men of God. These pastors have to deal with a literal, tangible, physical diabol at home. 
if I had time, I should have brought the book, The Beauty, The Beast, and The Pastor. And you see the different kind of pastor's wives that you can turn into. Yeah. There is a pastor's wife that is called the prison officer. He, she keeps the husband in prison. Pastor's wife. But she's a pastor's wife. He's a prison officer. I don't know her rank. <laughs> hey! I mean, I, I, I wish I have the book here to read some few pages to you. Soft copy. Okay. They say soft copy. Let, let me read some soft copy. No, the soft copy, they will not believe. Pastor God, you go to my office and bring that because soft copy, they will not believe. They will think that. They will think I'm saying something. So soft copy, they will not believe. Number five. Number five. It's also another letter. Number five. People like such letters too. It's very nice letters. Number five. Paul wants older, older women not also to become devils. Older women. Titus chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. But speak thou these things which become a sound doctrine that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith and charity, in patience. Then the aged woman likewise that they that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers. That word false accusers is also the word diabolos. Older women are also susceptible to turning into devils. Older women can turn into diabolos and behave just like the devil. I did not write the Bible, neither do I want to rewrite it? It is there in the Bible. Oh, you've got the book. Please give it to me. Let, let me read a few pages of uh, huh. Oh, da, 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 da. Ah, my wife says the page called Ties of Pastors. Why I should look at that, please. What it means to be married to a perfect pretender. PP. Perfect pretender. <laughs> PP. Hey. Oh, I tell you. What it means to be married to a silent beauty. Silent beauty. They don't talk much. They don't talk much. But when they do, <clears throat> it has a meaning. My wife was reading something to me. He said, when, what was it called? He said, when a woman tells you, okay, don't take the okay for a okay. There is a lot of message in the okay. When you do it and they say, wow. Hmm. The wow means a lot. It's not a compliment at all. Look, the most complex machine on earth is a woman. 
I mean, if a man say, wow, you may think that, but when he say, wow. <laughs> the wow is a message. <laughs> I tell you, what it means to be married to a silent beauty. Hey, what it means to be married to a wild cat. Some pastor's wives are wild cats. Telling they are wild. Wild cats. A wild cat wife is unrestrained, unspiritual, and disobedient woman. She is one of the most difficult personalities to live with. This kind of wife is the worst kind of uncontrollable creature a pastor would like to have an encounter with. She lives for herself and seems not to have any boundaries of common sense, love, decency, restraint, caution, or spirituality. Such a woman will insult the husband in the presence of many people. He doesn't even care. I know such wives. I know wives who criticize their husband and tear them down in front of their children. A wildcat wife of a man of God is known to shout at her husband in the presence of the children. She will call her husband names and say, you are a bush man. You are nothing. I will show the world that you are, a, you are not a man of God. Idiot, idiot, idiot. No, I'm reading a letter. I'm not saying that. I'm just reading a letter. Such a woman will try to win the heart of the children to her side. Through her negative depiction of her husband. Unfortunately, this often backfires and the children often end up gravitating towards their father and away from their mother. Some of these wildcat ladies are known to hate their husbands. They, 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 they beat them. I have known some of them to repeatedly attack their husband in front of their children. No one will believe that such a beautiful and charming lady will physically attack her husband. Then, the cover of the lid was raised. And there in that basket sat a woman. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. If you have it in the NIV, you can put it there. No, I'm just reading a little letter to you. What it means to be married to a Jezebel is another chapter. A Jezebel wife. Hmm. No, the way the place is quiet, I think I should move on. A Jezebel wife causes a man of God to be discouraged in ministry. Ministry now, and yet you say, What quite yet? How, how, child? And then Sunday, you went three miserable people with five children. And then when you come home, they come and meet a Jezebel wife. She even discourages you the more. But when you come home, it is like in a boxing ring. Your corner is the blue corner. When you come, bring, there is a chair. They sit you down. What do they do? They give you water to drink. They pound your face small. They put certain stitches small. That is what wives are supposed to be for their husbands in ministry. 
Because you can go for outing and when you come on Sunday morning to preach, if you are so with so much hope that instead of arranging 15 chairs, you have read, you have even gone to rent 30 more. But tomorrow, dear, it will be wild. And you enter into the auditorium and only five people are sitting there. See that you are so discouraged. And when you come home and you come and meet a Jezebel wife who puts you in the corner and begin in God, you get so discouraged. You don't want to even continue. Hmm. What it means to be married to a poor performer. No show, no performance. I mean, I to say, be a poor performance. It's a poor performer. When she had her boyfriend before she married you, she could turn, she could roll, she could yeah, hey. But as soon as you marry, they become poor performers. It's as if you have crucified them on the cross. I said, I heard the story of a woman. The, the husband was trying to do his best. And he was sweating. Can you believe the woman has opened her phone and is reading Facebook? As the action is going on. In the bed... The sexual performance is the poorest kind. She offers him cadaveric sex, 90%. No, I'm reading a book. Cadaveric sex, 90%. Cadaveric sex is having sex with a cadaver. Just as you can have, you can have bad food, you can also have bad sex. Charlie, it's not a simple thing. They are the one who said that they still eat the rice. It is like that. Hmm. People say they are changing. As they are changing, they are them. These are letters. What it means to be married to a quarrelsome queen? Kill, kill. <laughs> a quarrelsome queen. <laughs> Quarrelsome ladies may be a little extra beautiful. Perhaps her beauty is a compensation of the poor character. If she were not a beautiful one, you would never marry her. The beauty of the Kikyo is food has fooled many men. Many ministries ministers are surprised to find that their beautiful angelic wives have such bad character traits. Yes, she is stubborn and long discussions have to be held for her to change her mind for some time. Just a short time about anything. Just, just had a meeting, a long meeting. Peacekeepers must come in. UN must come in. I mean, well, vision, every, every organization must come in. They raise their flag and after some time, they just give in and then at the time, you go back to the world war again. I mean, it's like, Charlie. <laughs> hey. 
Charlie, they have changed. They have changed. Since they have changed here. What it means to be married to a relentless accuser. A relentless accuser. Hmm. And this one was the one that John Wesley married. John Wesley, the founder of Methodist Church worldwide. Methodist Church is a very big... When you see Methodist in Ghana, you see we have Methodist Ghana. Methodist started from the UK where John Wesley was and his brother Charles Wesley. Unfortunately, he got married to a woman who honestly, oh yes, yes. yes. I mean, he, he was a very strong man. John Wesley was a, he never broke. He never broke down. The wife was a constant challenger. Constant. His house was always like a parliamentarian house. MPP and NDC opposition all the time. And the opposition was 50%, 50%, 50%. It was not easy. John Wesley? Oh. John Wesley? It was wild. Now, listen. He said, let me read John Wesley's one more and then maybe we'll close. He said, Married to a relentless accuser is the same as married to a prison officer. (laughs) A wife can become a prison officer with her chief weapon being her accusations. I call it a prison because the wife you have married can keep you in confinement. This confinement is caused by the prison officer wife who prevents you from interacting with people in the outside world. She determines who you talk to and who you don't talk to. This girl, don't talk to her again. If a prison officer is talking, you're a prisoner, what do you say? Yes, madam. Bring your phone, bring your phone. Delete her number, let me see. Delete it. I, I saw this chart. I saw this chart. Can you explain to me when you say my dear? What, what do you mean by my dear? I thought I'm the only dear that I have. What, what do you mean by that? No, I, I'm reading a letter to you. Let me let me call him. the confinement. The confinement is defined in the prison. The, the prison officer defined the confinement. There are some people who are kept in solitary confinement. They can't move beyond um, 10 feet. They are just a solitary confinement. It's in prison. To overcome this kind of marriage, you need to have the anointing of a Joseph. Receive the anointing of Joseph. <laughs> It is Joseph who successfully came out of the prison of Egypt. May you come out of the prison of Egypt. You know, I read a story one day about a man who came, he came to visit his in-laws. So when he drove and he got to the in front of the house, he told the wife, honey, do you remember? Ten years ago, 
I was in a car like this with you sitting here like that. And your father came out of the house with a gun and said, are you going to marry my daughter or I will take you to prison? Two years I remember. I remember. I remember those times. Yeah. He said, do you know that if I've gone to prison today, I would have been free? But since I married you, I'm still in the prison. Hey! So if I've gone to prison, it would have been 10 years. By this time, I will be free. But since I decided to marry you instead, I'm still in the prison. I'm still in the prison. Hey! <laughs> it's life imprisonment. As soon as he said that, the wife was quiet. You will be unable to relate with people that your wife does not like or does not want you to relate with. In the prison, they choose where and who you relate with in the outside world. You see a prison officer walking and then three prisoners in front. You can't go to the left or to the, we are going to read this place and come back. That's all. <laughs> If your wife has the anointing of the prison officer, Father, deliver our wives from the anointing of the prison officer. Deliver them. <laughs> hey, this anointing here. She will use relentless accusation to keep you in confinement. The basic power that drives the prison officer is fear and jealousy or envy. Fear, jealousy, and envy. Jealousy is very powerful force. Jesus Christ was crucified because of envy. In the scripture above, jealousy is compared with anger and wrath. Jealousy is more powerful, more cruel, and more outrageous than anger and wrath. A jealous and an envious wife will use cruelty to eliminate nice people from your life. The case of John Wesley. John Wesley complain about being married to a prison officer. In his letter to his wife, he described the marriage to a prison officer in great detail. I'm reading a letter to you. This is, this is old back in history from John Wesley. The annals of John, John Wesley. He wrote to his wife, I do not have a command of my own house. Wrote to the wife. I don't have a command my own house. I do, I'm not at liberty to invite even my nearest relative without angering you. You can't bring your relative here without angering you. The prison is locked. Locked to all your relatives. Your brother can't come, your sister can't come, your uncle can't come, your mother can't come, your father, nobody can come. If you want to see them, go and see them, but they can't come. This is John Wesley. I dislike my chamber door being what constantly so that no one can go in and come out except those you approve. Hey. She is at the door. The man is in the office. She's watching. Who is going in or who is coming out? Why are you going? I can't see you for today. John Wesley had a study, and the study, the woman was sitting at the gate of the study, watching who goes in and who comes out. Who is coming for counseling? No, no, today he's tired. 
I said, he is tired. Go home. He can't see you today. I dislike being a prisoner. Even when I am away. Because I have to give an account of everywhere I went and every person I met. Detailed account. 9.30 to 10. Where were you? Who did you speak to? 10.30 to 11. What happened? 11 to 12. Where were you? Detailed account. So even when the man is on the field outside on mission, even there he is in prison because as he is coming back, what betide you if you forget the person you spoke to between 11 and 12? You are dead. Every prison they keep detailed reports. How many people you are taking out? How many people came? Where you went? What time? What do you went to do? I mean, a detailed report is there in the prison. If you like, go there and go and visit the prison. You see, they can tell you. Kwame Owusu-Bwache left this prison with officer, DSP, whatever, and this time, and they went to here, and they did this, and they came back at this time, wearing this particular dress. Detailed reports. And John Wesley from his mission must come back and come and give a detailed report. Where did you sleep? What did you eat? Who served you? What type of woman? Is there a man or a woman? Who gave you the food? Where is, from, where, where is this food from? I had a church member whose husband went home with food from outside. It was not a food. Obviously, when you see the food, you see that it's not a takeaway food or whatever. So it was in a plate, a bowl, something in the back, and then he brought it. The wife asked, Where from this food? Who gave you? When the man, at, there was tension already, so the man was not minding. Can you believe she took the food and slapped the man in the face? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hot to this. Slap the man in the face. The following Sunday, when the man came, I saw the eyes red. I said, Brother, what happened? I said, My wife. I called the wife, sat the two of them. I said, What happened to her? So he's having Apollo. That's what the girl told me. He has Apollo. I said, Ah, Apollo from where? Also, no, no, he has Apollo. Overnight, I pulled, I tell you. And this is one of, it was one of my overseers pastoring a branch. Oh, I'm telling you. Prison officer, wife. In the same letter, he asked for freedom from prison. He wrote, this one is almost like you are pardoning the president for freedom. Allow me liberty so that anyone who wants to come to me can come to me. Allow me. Anybody who wants to come to my home can come. Please. Will you give me this freedom? Hmm. Let me go where I please and to whom I please without giving an account of it. Almost like you have to put a tracker on you. Then he said, these are advices I will now give you in the fear of God. I dislike being myself a prisoner in my own house. Sign John Wesley. <laughs> the first step towards imprisonment involved soft spoken. 
subtle and negative comments about unwanted people. See, so when they are going to imprison you, they start with, it looks soft. It looks, it's like some question B and all that. That's how it starts. They said that. Soft spoken about negative comments about people, unwanted people around you. That's how it starts. Then the second step to being a prison officer, this is steps to being a prison officer, is to manipulate for the remover that the remover of the people that she does not like or want around her. So the first thing is start to say negative things about the people. I mean, cool. You know that this person these days, whatever, this thing, this, whatever, this thing. This. Then the next thing is campaigning for their remover. If she doesn't like you, have to remove her. Then she said, These people are forced to lose their position or favor, their position of closeness, and even their jobs because of their manipulative powers of the prison officer wife. The cruelty of envy is seen in the way people are mercilessly removed from their position, no matter who they are. Let them go to hell, is the unspoken cry of the prison officer. Once she does not see them in their life anymore, she is at peace. That, that's what um, Herodias did. That's what Herodias did. I mean, she was a, a typical prison officer wife to Herod the king. Remove John the Baptist. I mean, whatever. Remove John the Baptist. I mean, once I don't see his face, I'm okay. Hey. The third step of being a prison officer, I say steps to being a prison officer. Steps. Test steps. It manifests in violent accusations. Violent accusations. Quarrels. And often confrontation about the people who must go. So if the husband is not able to side the person, they themselves call the person and they confront the person. You can't work here anymore. You can't work here. One day I was watching a, a certain movie with my man and the boss, the wife. She was so jealous. She sat, she sat the, the secretary and she herself became the secretary. She herself became the secretary. Hey! The secretary will usually make her tea or something, him tea. And you bring a tea from the house and come and serve you. Don't serve my, don't serve my husband tea. Hey, I myself, I'm, I'm, I know the tea he likes from the house. I brought it. Especially on Wednesdays, he drink white tea, not this tea or something. And we'll be tired if you say you don't like that tea. You must drink it. You're a prisoner. You're, you're, you're a prisoner. You must drink it. You must drink it. You don't eat her food and you are eating somebody else's food. Ha! Put, her, put him in the inner court of the prison. From today. No visitors. Hmm. One pastor said, I've been accused of being interested in so many ladies, including my own children's nanny. I have to get rid of so many women who play important roles in my life. He continued. But I'm so I'm also so accused of being interested in men. It's like the ladies are finished now, it's men. <laughs> ah! What kind of prison officer is it? All the women in the man's life are gone. Now he's starting to accuse that he's not interested in the men. Hey. Then he said, 
I have had to get rid of several men in my life also. <laughs> Anybody my wife feel that I like you must go. <laughs> May the Lord deliver us. See, this thing we are laughing about is a very dangerous thing, very serious. And they happen. You know? They happen. What if you have not seen it before? Pray that you don't see it. I said, pray that you don't see it. I was just talking about the fact that wives, pastors' wives, must not become their and it has lended us in all these things. But the main message I want to preach, I have not started, so we will close. We just have to close now. This one is okay. It's okay. I mean, you know, but the point is that listen, everybody can become a devil. Everybody can become anybody at all can become a devil. And the point is that the devil is looking for highly qualified people. The best. First 11. <laughs> Ghana and Brazil. What, what was the score? 8-0 against against what? 3-0. 3-0 against Ghana. First half. First half was 3-0. Second half has not so the math ended in 3-0. At least you're going to First 11 selection. Look, be, be, we must all be careful that we don't become this thing because the devil can use anybody. 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 Amen. I think I'll close here. Close here. One of you is a devil. One of you is a devil. Even as we are here, we are preaching about it. Some people, they won't change you. There are some women who are even angry with me. They are sitting here, but they are angry with me. So it's almost like you... We are live on Facebook. You wait. When we finish, you see. I, I pray that nobody send me a message. Oh, I beg you. Don't, don't send me a message. Receive the message and change. And stop, stop sending me private messages. Eh? Bishop, you said that something. What, what do you mean by this statement? I don't mean anything. I'm reading a letter to you. A letter. Associates can become devils. Appointed people can become devils. Good Christians, good Christians, Pharisees can become devils. Pastors' wives can become devils. Hey, Lord, pray that God will deliver you. That Lord, may we not become a house. May we never become a house. That devil that left us is gone forever. May he never return. May we not be a good house for the return of the devil. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray, pray. Say one of you. One of you. One of you. Lord, may we never be a suitable habitation for devils. 
May we not be a suitable habitation for devils. May we not be a suitable habitation for devils. Deliver us, Lord. 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 Deliver us from one of you is a devil. May we not have devils in our church. May we not have devils in our congregation. May we not have devils in our leadership. May we not have devils in our homes. May we not have devils in our workplaces. May we not have devils, oh God, as friends and devils as husbands and wives and devils as people. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Deliver us. We pray. We pray. We pray. Please, everybody should pray. 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 In the name of Jesus. There is the devil out there. The Bible says, Jesus said, the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. There is nothing in me for him. There is nothing in me for him. He can't possess me. I can't become a house for him. I am not a suitable house for him. I pray that we will never become suitable houses for the devil. We will not become suitable houses for the devil. Lord, deliver us. Lord, deliver us. Deliver us from one of you is a devil. Deliver us from being devils. 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 In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Whichever position you have placed us, whichever authority you have given us, may we not turn into devils. May we not turn into devils. May we not turn into human devils. We pray, oh God. We pray, oh God. We pray, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Look, I think that I want to pray for everybody. At least I want to touch everybody with the oil. Look for that scripture for me. Jesus said, Peter, 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 Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to hurt you, to sit you like wheat. But I've prayed for you. I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. Look, you have no idea the way Satan is looking for you. Hey. Hey. He's looking for you. He's looking for you. He's looking for me. I know. I know. I know. Have you found the scripture? What? Luke 2231. Luke 22, 31. I want us to read this scripture and based on this scripture, I'm going to touch every, I also touch myself. But it's looking for all of us. It's looking for all of us. Look at the scripture. Simon, Simon, Peter. Listen, listen, listen. Satan made a call to me. He called. Look at the word. He has demanded to have you. <laughs> demanded permission to sift all of you. Like green. Hey. Verse 32. But I have prayed especially for you. Oh, especially for you. I said, especially for you. I have prayed especially for you. Especially that your faith and confidence in me may not fail. And you once you have turned back again to me, strengthen and support your brothers in the faith. This is a public announcement. Satan is asking for you. 
Satan is asking for you. Satan is asking for you. Lift up your hands one more time. Father, deliver us. Deliver us. Deliver us. Deliver us. Satan wants to turn us into devils. Deliver us. He has demanded permission from our God to sift us like grain. But Jesus, I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. Father, I pray. I pray that you deliver us. I say you deliver us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Just come. I want to quickly touch you with this oil. Everybody is a potential. Everybody is a potential. Lord, deliver. 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 We don't know when the devil will enter into us. By the oil that touches your people. May they be permanently delivered. May they be permanently delivered. Permanently be delivered. Permanently be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. delivered. I have chosen you twelve. But one of you. But God let this oil and this prayer deliver us. Deliver us. May we not turn into devils, Lord. May the devil have no occasion to destroy us. May the devil have no occasion. May we never be a room. May you be an unsuitable room for the devil. May you be an unsuitable room for the devil. May you be an unsuitable room for the devil. Whatever his plans are, whatever his agenda is, in the name of Jesus. 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 Hey, Lord deliver. Lord deliver. Lord deliver. Lord deliver. In the name of Jesus. Lord deliver us. Lord deliver us. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lord, I pray. Deliver. 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 May none of us become devils. May none of us become devils. May none of us be a suitable habitation for devils. No, 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 no. You will never be a suitable habitation for a devil. In the name of Jesus. Whatever happens, may you never become a suitable habitation for a devil. A suitable habitation for a devil. You will never become. You will never become. Because Jesus said, I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. You'll be delivered from this prayer. By this prayer, be delivered. 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 In the name of Jesus. By this prayer, be delivered. Yes. 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 By this prayer be delivered. Be delivered. By this prayer be delivered. By this prayer be delivered. By this prayer be delivered. In the name of Jesus. By this prayer be delivered. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to pray again, especially for pastor's wives. If you are a lady pastor or you are a pastor's wife, please come. 
If you are a lady pastor or you are a pastor's wife, please come. Pastor's wives. Maybe overseer's wives too. They are all the kings and whatever's wives. Overseer's wives, branch pastor's wives, branch MS's wives. Come. We are pastor's wife, MS wife, lady pastor. Come. Father, I pray. I pray especially for all pastors' wives, lady pastors, ministers' wives, overseers' wives. Father, I pray for them. I pray for them. The stories we hear about the battle in pastors' houses is too much. And Father, I pray, oh God, for a special grace for the wives of pastors and lady pastors. Oh God, I pray. I pray. I pray. I pray. Deliver them, Lord. No, I want wives. Grand pastors' wives and pastors' wives. Wives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, deliver. Lord, deliver. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. May you never step in that road. Never, never, never. Never, never, never. Never, never. Receive this special grace. This special grace. To be a beautiful wife. A supportive wife. A supportive pastor's wife. A supportive pastor's wife. My God. My God. My God. My God. My God. We have stories also of pastor's wife who have excelled greatly. Greatly. Hey, may the anointing upon our mother, Auntie Mama, may come upon all pastors' wives. May it come upon you. 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 May that anointing come upon you. Be delivered from turning into devils. Oh, pastors' wives, God, I pray for them. Ministers' wives. Grand pastors' wives. Lord, I extend my hands to those who are not here. All pastors' wives and ministers' wives who are not even here watching me by camera. I pray for them. Deliver them. Let this evil never be associated with them. Let this evil never be associated with them. May they never be the people who end their husbands' ministries. May they not be the people who end the ministries that God has given to the men of God. Father, help them. Father, help them. Father, help them. I pray, Lord, may we never turn into devils. I pray, may I not turn into a devil, Lord. Deliver me as a branch pastor, as an overseer. Lord, deliver. Lord, deliver. Lord, deliver. Lord, deliver. 